We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we're talking about changing the game. To do that, we have McKinley Randolph, incoming freshman to the Sierra Canyon girls basketball team and daughter of the one and only Zach Randolph. It's one thing to grow up with a pops like Zebo, but McKinley moved to California and played for the late, great Kobe Bryant's AAU team, the Mambas. So now she's working with Agent Zero himself, and Gil wants McKinley to start thinking bigger. Why not challenge women's hoops and go straight to the WNBA from high school? And in case you are wondering, she has the game with plenty of her dad's game in there. Think about it. Zebo's skill set in women's hoops. That's tough. It's a very thought-provoking episode of the No Chill Podcast. Remember to subscribe on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe on the No Chill channel on YouTube. And don't forget... No Chill with Gilbert Arenas every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern on Fubo TV. Welcome to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. Across the couch from me is Gilbert Arenas. That's his name. Do I talk in third person? Is that a third person? You do when you're feeling yourself. Oh, okay. That we know. Just checking. Me. Hi, you have to know you've done that before. And right next to us, go. This is No Chill history. Go all the way back in the podcast. McKinley Randolph, you're the first female oh, on No Chill. Serious? That's unbelievable. Yeah. No, second. We have the uh, bowler. Did you? Jasmine. Jasmine. Okay. Second. <laughs> I mean, that's good too. First female Hooper. Hooper. Ooh, Hooper. Hooper. That's a big one. And you are a Hooper. Welcome. So, McKinley, you come to LA recently, and this, you had a big year. Come to LA from uh, pretty much growing up your whole life in Memphis. Uh, you're here. Your dad obviously had a great career in the NBA. Same draft class as you. Yes. 2001. So you're here and you're entering Sierra Canyon as a freshman. Yes. Excited for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> freshman year, I don't know. You're, you're, you're low on the totem pole. You got to work your way up. But Yeah. I'm going to be up there, though. I'm going to work know. up there. Because I think you have a unique style of play. There's a lot, we got to say, there's a lot of your dad in your style of play. Yeah. No coincidence there. So tell us about that. Where did you discover your, your connection to basketball? Um, well, I always played since I was like little, like I always been involved in sports because of my parents and um, I actually, I like soccer a lot. Like when I was younger, like when I was like 10, I was like, I'm playing soccer. I don't want to play basketball. But then I started playing basketball. I was like, yeah, I like basketball. And um, I always went to my dad's games and I liked um, watching him play, how he's in the post and doing all his moves and like juking him out, faking his fadeaways. I like I like playing in the post and like being able to distribute the ball to my teammates. 
So really learning from your dad, probably the best education you'll ever get in basketball, as we've seen now. But you've also worked out with Agent Zero, which is a very special occasion when you get <laughs> She thinks I'm a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks I'm crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm you're not the only one. <laughs> He's definitely a psychopath. It's a hooper. I don't, you know, I don't do female, male, six, five. I don't care what age group you are. Training is training. You know, so if it's 20 push-ups, give me 20 push-ups. 10 sets, no yeah. breaks. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, yeah. can we get water? <laughs> he's like, so he's mean. More. Yeah, he's pretty mean. Not mean, it's just. No mean. I have a. I don't know how to dial it down. You're too. extreme, like you're OD. Like you're like, okay, 10 push-ups, five sets, no break, 20 sit-ups. Yeah, what do you need a break for? What's the break for? To breathe. <laughs> <laughs> the break for. Gotta, like, that's rule number one. You gotta be able to breathe. Yeah, Gil, you literally have to breathe. Thing. I'm like gonna pass out. But there, I, you know, with Gil, his thing is he. There's an intensity when it comes to basketball. You can't compromise that. So as a coach, though, it's a little different because it's verbal intensity. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, uh, I'm I'm getting into my. I'm trying to find my medium in in coaching right now. Um, how was Kobe as a coach? Kobe was good. He was always like, do it, no excuses, like. 110% always, like, he's always like, go as hard as you can every round, every rep, everything counts. Yeah, makes sense. But what was his style? Was it encouraging? Was it demanding? Uh, he was kind of in the middle. He was like, um, he was like, he was like, okay, yeah, keep going, but he wasn't going to kiss your butt. He's not going to be like, oh, it's okay, your foot's hurt. He's like, go play. Like, what's wrong? Just shake your foot and keep going. And he was like, he was all—he was encouraging. He was always there. Like, if you had a bad day, he's like, he's keep your head up. But he was like pretty tough too. Like conditioning, oh my god, he has no chill. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, like I remember, we was watching you at the Mamba Academy, um, and everyone's like, oh, that's the Kobe's team, and then they were like. Uh, but they're best players on the bench. <laughs> and I'm like, but the best player? It's like, yeah, Randolph's, <laughs> Randolph's, Randolph is, uh, is their best player. I'm like, why is she on the bench? I don't know. Like, like, was that like a policy? Like, cause I know you just got to the yeah, team. Yeah, I was just on the team and you know, I was like trying to work my way up. Like you said, freshman, I gotta work my way up. And I guess he wanted me to like, cause I wanted to be respectful of the other girls. I didn't want to, you know, be mean or anything. So I just had to. Respectful. F- find my way. Good. I mean, smoke like, is coming out of his ears right now. Like I had Respectful. To like, I had to like, you know, work my way to my spot. I had to prove myself. I mean, I don't know, honestly. Which is no, that's that's no, that's, that's reasonable. You got to prove yourself yeah, always, like, but you shouldn't have been on the bench if you. That's women's basketball. You know, I'm gonna sit here patiently on the bench, wait for y'all to sub me in, go in there, like. But like at practice, I was like, okay, you, I'm gonna go hard, and I'm gonna. Try to cook everyone, and maybe he'll see. Like, <laughs> win the game. You know that is a that's a frustrating thing when you are somebody because you were from another state. Yeah. You know, so the the Mambas, the team that you had, they were all from California. Some were from Orange County. Obviously, some from L.A. You were here in L.A., but they were familiar with each other. Weren't you yeah. the only, no, you were the only one from L.A. From L.A., everyone else was. So I had to drive two hours to Newport every day to practice. Because if you didn't go to practice, you didn't start, right? Yeah. So you. <laughs> so I'm like. So after school, 
Eee, that was a rough drive. Yeah, for those just, people that don't know, L.A. to Orange County is a two-hour two hour drive. Yeah. So, at, like, at the beginning, I was like, Mom, I can't do this. I, I don't want to even like basketball this much to be <laughs> sitting in the car for two hours to go to basketball practice. But then after we started playing, I started liking the girls, and I started becoming familiar with, like, his coaching, and I'm like, wow, I am playing for Kobe Bryant. Like, I do want to drive. So it got easy. Like, it, I just went to sleep, do my work. <laughs> It turned into like 30 minutes. After I was going to say, you weeks. actually weren't driving. I mean, your but mom, I mean, your mom and your dad were driving. I mean, driving. that's dedication, though. If you, you know, after school, two hours to drive there for seven o'clock practice, seven to nine, and you're getting home 11 o'clock every day, right? Yeah. You know, that's okay. that, that experience where, you know, you're sacrificing um, playing with your siblings, being at home, you know, to drive and, you know, attend practice, practice, then drive home. That is. That is the future of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is, that's the future of, you know, understanding, you know, some things you have to sacrifice for other things. You know, you can't, we can't, we can't have it all. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things, if you want to be great, there's, there's, there's things that come with it. Another part of that is because you're away from your family, your, your parents, your brother, your boyfriend, girlfriend at some point, what you really have are your shaking your head at no, boyfriend. No, no boyfriend. I'm not, I'm not talking you about her dad. You know who her dad is, right? I'm not, I'm not, I know who her dad is. Zebo, no boyfriend right now. I'm talking about down the road. Down the road. So what you do have is the bond of your teammates, friends. They're really your new family. Literally. You're with them so much. And the importance of having that team, and I think everything, obviously, tragically, what you guys went through, that the teammates that survive, you know, what you have on your shoulders now is you're going to play on and live on for them. Right. And that bond that you guys have. So, so tell us how important that experience is, you know, and, and that perspective that you have as teammates. Well, like, at the beginning when I first came, like, me driving, they were always like, you can stay, like, and I was like, uh, Mom, I don't want to stay because, you know, I was, like, scared or whatever. Uh, but then I started practicing every day, and then I was like, uh, yeah. And then, like, we started became friends, and then we hung out all the time. And, like, the bond is just different because, like, once you bond off the court, it's way easier on the court. Like, you know how, how they play. You know, like, what makes them, like, what makes them their type of player. Like, like when I hang out, like, me and Gigi, we used to hang out all the time. And, like, I know, like, maybe she saw something on, like, TikTok or something. She's like... She gets mad, and I'm like, okay, so when on the court, if ref says anything to her, she's like, don't talk to me. And I'm like, Gigi, it's okay, too. So you, it's like better on the court because then you'll know and you'll understand your teammate more. So you know what that's like, that if somebody, yeah, if, if, if they're going through something, you just got to let them get it out or yeah. get in their own head, and they'll get through it. Or they're sensitive, you can't push their button like that. Yeah, yeah. You, the most important thing in team sports is to know what makes your teammates take, you know, like you got to know where this person likes the ball. Uh, what happens when she gets upset? You know, is she a pouty player? You know, she doesn't get the ball. What is she going to do? Like you, you have to understand the elements of your players for you to be the best you are too, or to bring out the best of them also. All right. So we referenced this, the importance of conditioning and being in shape. What's your workout routine right now? So uh, I wake up go to school obviously online school and then after I play some ball outside because I have a court outside of my house and then I do some running I bike I just bought a new bike actually we go around a little trail by my house 
And then I run around the neighborhood, then I come back home and I swim. So I'm pretty active throughout the day, all day. Drill, Sar it, Drill Sergeant, what do you think of that? No, no, no. Um, it's, it's harder now. It seems like it's, it's harder for, you know, hoopers to really, yeah. you know, take that step forward due to, you know, everything that's going on with the restrictions of now. I mean, I guess they put in restrictions, you know, 10 people, you got to be six feet away. You can't do this. Like, so it's like as a hooper who was progressing, you know, this kind of put a halt yeah. in everyone's progression. Like, you know, like your trainer, does your trainer come there and train with you? No, like that's the bad thing. Like I want to get a trainer because I want somebody to be pushing me and like, I want competition to go against because I'm not getting any better just doing the same drill. Like I'm not getting any better. So I like, just like, want competition. So like if school started right now, because let's say, because you're gonna, you're not playing AAU. Um, so let's say you don't play AAU this whole season and then you jump right into high school basketball. Are you, are, are you gonna be mentally ready for that, what's, five, six months of not really doing what you used to do and no. then jumping right back into... No, I'm not going to be ready. That's why I'm like, I'm begging my mom, can I get a trainer <laughs> that wears a mask at least? You know, it just seems like it's kind of, it's kind of, this is a, a, a totally different space just for hoopers because, you know, if your dedication of what you used to do now gets taken away and it's like, how do I mimic the trainer training me going against the, you know, the competition to see if I'm getting better to now just working out on my own. Right. Like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm getting better or not. I don't, I can't say if my shots got better because right. there's no game. There's no, like I'm doing the same jump shot. And I'm like, okay, it's going in, but like, is this going to work against <laughs> the players I play against? And ZJ, my little brother, he's not help. I try to, I'm like, play defense. He's like, like, what is he going to do? <laughs> I'm like, you got to play defense. It's actually helping ZJ. Yeah, because it's like better but competition. I got to say, the good news is everyone's in the same situation. So yeah. that learning curve when you come yeah, back, so they're like, all in that Nobody's same... going to be dunking on me. Right. Like, I'm still going to be there. Like, I still, I'm it, still there. It, just, it, it seemed like, because I remember when, you know, I was talking to Elijah. And I'm saying, you know, if you were here versus some of your other peers, and you're messing around, and one of those peers has a basketball court, has a trainer still, he's, he gets to catch you. Right. He gets to catch you. And what ends up happening, this is the time where, if, like, imagine, imagine someone was three miles in front of you, and they just stopped. And you found a way to just keep going. You eventually catch your skill level. Right. You know, and, you know, like, like I heard, uh, was it the kid, Mikey Williams? I heard he was working out five times a day. So, you know, someone who's like, can get access to a gym. Like, you know, you, you have, it's not even, I'm, this, I'm thinking, this is not even legal. <laughs> you know, you, you invite. Friends over. You invite your friends that play basketball and you have like a little workout session at your back, back, right. back house. Like, you know, you, you're gonna have to start doing that to challenge each other because the way the rules are now, there's not gonna be a challenge for you guys. Right. You know, you guys gotta start looking forward because, you know, all the freshmen that's coming in with you, you know, you have JV girls, you got varsity, you know, two on twos, one on ones, three on threes to try to mimic. Like you know, any, 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 any type of competition. Any type helps of competition, right now. yeah.
in, how about this? You treat it like an injury. So let's say you break your foot, right? So you work on your handle, you still work on your release, shoot sitting down, whatever you got to do, but the point is you use that time. Right. So if you can't run fives and go live, you can put a cone out and, you know, I, I know you're not going to love it, but it's something, it's, it's, it's better than... Yeah. What's the alternative, Gil? You, but nothing? It's I'm not gonna, like push. Nobody's going to be pushing yeah, yeah, no, you. Like, just, doesn't push who's, supposed to, who's, who's supposed to push you? Oh, you're saying physically push you? Like Up here, it's on you to push yourself. Yeah, and physically and mentally. But like, it's, it's different. Like when you're playing like, and somebody's like, they're like, come on, uh, legs, legs, uh, faster. And you got somebody playing defense on you, they're talking trash, like that makes you want to get better. Oh, totally. That, that's what's missing right now yeah. is the human element. Because, you know, like when, when it's go time and someone says something to you or you catch an elbow or whatever, oh. that just sparks something else in you, as a competitor. Yeah, so the, yeah that's when I said it's taking away all the competition. Yes. It, takes away, it takes away the edge that makes everyone tick. And that's yeah. the only problem I see right now. You know, um, like freshman basketball, what, what if you don't, what if there's no season? I'm gonna be so mad. Like, what am I gonna do? Just go to school and not play basketball? Yeah, go to school, homeschool, you know? <laughs> no, it's gonna be so lame. <laughs> like, uh, that, this I'm is. I'm gonna make my own basketball league McKinley's AAU. <laughs> like, you're gonna, I have to play basketball. Like this is a this is really a weird. This year is really weird for everyone because it would suck to go into the this year as a freshman, and then they say, okay, all sports, all fall sports is gone, winter sports, we're gonna see about it, and then we're not gonna start you know anything until January. Well, most of high school basketball is ended in January. So you can really go through your whole freshman year and not actually play basketball. And then your first year is 10th grade. Yeah, that's, no. Or there's a scenario where you go back and there's another wave of the pandemic and then everything stops again. There's just, there's a lot of different ways. So what are they going to make us do freshman year again? Or no, 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 part, no, no. Basketball may schools. start and then stop is what I'm saying. Oh. So that'd be a problem. But Gil, is this, is you've just got to stay ready up here. Yeah, basically. Stay, you know, like, be ready so you don't have to get ready, as they say. I'm going to be ready because I'm going to play basketball outside. Yeah, you got to play. That's what, I mean, at the, you know, going into your freshman year, right now you should just invite the girls that, that you know have talent, have push, and you guys just practice and play. Yeah. You know, that isn't like that's the most important thing. Like, I mean, I don't want to catch corona, but I mean, like, I mean, okay, let's try that again. <laughs> Invite players over that don't have the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that don't have the coronavirus. That don't have coronavirus and you guys. And if they cough, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to leave. Yeah, yeah, kick right the house. Simple. So let's say all things are, I'm, I'm looking at the glass half full, right? Thinking positive. We'll all be through this. You go back to school. You enter freshman year. What are your goals for freshman year as a basketball player? Um, to work my way up, to be playing with the big dogs, maybe get on varsity. I just, and I want to continue to build my skill level and work on creating my own shot. Cause I'm like, to me, I'm big, but like to some of the girls I play against, they're big. And I'm like, I thought I was big. So when I get in high school, there's going to be older girls, like way older than me. So I know they're going to be big. So I'm not going to be always it was a dominate in the post, so I got to work on my outside game also. How do you speed that up? 
Which when one? you're younger, so say 14 going into freshman year or 18 going into freshman year of college, how do you speed up that process to where you know, it doesn't take you so long to adjust to the competition? Um, well, let's say there's no coronavirus right now. This summer, you will be playing 10th grade AAU. So you get to play against all the 10th graders, you know, that AAU season. So you can get the speed and, you know, the physical bumping and knowing if you can get your shots you know, against these girls and what you need to alter going into your freshman year. Um, so like before I went to college, you know, I'm playing in an adult league. Yeah, that's what so like I playing can get, against Yeah, so older. I can get the feel of what, you know, stronger, bigger, faster guys feel like so I can start adjusting my game. So once I get there, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. You know, anything you're going to, there's always that prelim of, you know, just like from JV to varsity, you know, JV is, let's get ready and we go, <laughs> yay! You know, you know, it's the same thing, but what ends up happening is you want to get, you got, now you guys have AAU before your freshman year. Yeah. You know, so you get to get that feel and understand and, you know, work out with that group. And I have like, I have like um, aunts and uncles that play basketball and they're older. So like back like a couple years ago, I was like, no, I don't want to play with you guys. I'm scared because they're big. But now I'm like, uh, pick me up. I want to play. <laughs> Come on. So that's gonna help me also playing against bigger people. So you so you 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 trying to make varsity first year? Yeah, I'm gonna try. There we go. <laughs> there we go. But the other thing there is though, freshman sophomore year, say you can play JV and varsity for the most part. Like you want to be varsity junior. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.